I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Thursday, June 23rd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Brett, it's hot in Toronto, like really hot. Is this impacting the Collision Conference? <laughs> well, the conference is inside. And, you know, usually I'm one to be outside on beautiful days like today, but it's almost too hot, Jay. What do you, what do you prefer? Do you like it hot or do you like it cold? I like it right in between. I lived in San Francisco and that's the type of weather I can get behind. It's like in American, it's like 60 degrees almost all the time. It's like not really sunny all the time. That's kind of my jam. This is way too hot. It's way too sticky and it's not my scene, which is why I live north. I, I think I way prefer this. I like it hot. I like it hot. It's nice. You know, like if I'm wearing the proper clothes, it's even better, which unfortunately, because I was at the conference, actually, this is the biggest impact I had on my life. You got to wear pants because it's like oh. a, it's a it's only appropriate at these conferences. And so it's just too hot for pants. But the weather is good. And I'm, I'm recording this outside, by the way. I don't know if you can hear the birds or not, but it's, it is a beautiful day. <laughs> you are a man of nature. Brett, aside from the weather and collision, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For first story, Loblaws wants you to get your groceries delivered. For a second story, Shopify is rolling out a number of new products. And for a third story, inflation is at another all-time high. For our first story, Loblaws has partnered with DoorDash to launch a new rapid grocery delivery service that promises to get customers their favorite foodstuffs in 30 minutes or less, available in 12 Canadian cities by the end of August. Fast grocery sounds pretty good to me. How exactly will this work, Brett? Yeah, so DoorDash will set up centralized mini warehouses dedicated to stocking up to 8,000 Lawas products and delivering them to customers. Kind of interesting. Oh, mini warehouses sound so cute. The relatively small selection is meant to target consumers who just need a few things to fill out the fridge or those looking for some snacks to eat while watching something like Netflix, but are already in their cozies and too lazy to go out to the corner store. And I say that because that's often me. There's no shame in that, Jay. Now, Loblaws gets a grocery delivery service that's much speedier than its previous options, which was Instacart, if you're familiar with that, while DoorDash gets access to the supply chain of Canada's largest grocer to stock its own Dash Mart location so they can buy products from Loblaws and stock the warehouses. Loblaws already has a partnership with grocery delivery service, the aforementioned Instacart, but there have been widespread complaints about hidden markups and missed sales on the platform. And here's why this is all happening. So Loblaws deal with DoorDash as a move to capture market share of the rapid delivery sector early before potential competitors like Gorillas and GoPuff, which are currently popular in New York City and parts of Europe, expand into Canada. And by the way, Jay, when I was in Europe, I saw them. I saw ads for them everywhere. Yeah, when I was in New York City, same thing. While rapid delivery is still nascent industry here with only a handful of startups available in really a limited number of cities, it's much bigger down south with many competing and consolidating companies contributing to the $2.5 billion American spent in May alone on grocery delivery. And so, Brett, why should people care about speedy grocery delivery? So rapid delivery might soon become an expected service for all major grocers, but they'll have to balance convenience with affordability. Grocery deliveries have faced losses and layoffs this year as customers already look to shave off some dollars off of their inflation-boosted grocery bills are scared off by the steep fees. For our second story, Shopify is rolling out over 100 new products and features as the company looks to get a leg up on its biggest threat, a scrappy young upstart, you might've heard of it, called Amazon. Jay, what's Canada's biggest tech company got up its sleeve now? 
I've heard of Amazon, just for clarity. Most of the upgrades appear to be part of a two-pronged push into social commerce, which is helping merchants sell directly to consumers on social platforms, and B2B, so business-to-business sales, with highlights including an exclusive partnership with Twitter for its new Twitter shopping channel that will let merchants offer products directly through the app. And they announced a Google-powered local shopping feature that shows searchers if an item listed on a Shopify merchant site is available to purchase at a nearby physical store. An iPhone feature that allows customers making in-person purchases from Shopify merchants to use Apple Pay without the need for an external point-of-sale system. By the way, that's very cool, Jay. I don't know if you've seen it, but you can just tap your phone and pay for something on someone else's phone. It's pretty neat. Well, you can tap your phone and pay for it. I can't tap my phone and pay for it. I, I always forget that. You are the black sheep of the podcast on Android. But the company is also introducing a B2B on Shopify platform that makes it easier for merchants to sell to both customers and wholesalers through a single store. Now, Jay, I've got to ask, why is Shopify rolling out all these new features now? Well, Shopify has had, how do I say this gently, a bad year that has seen shares plummet 75% from pandemic highs. And things only got worse after Amazon introduced its Buy With Prime feature, which allows online sellers to integrate Prime shopping features onto their own websites, a move that aims to undermine Shopify's hold on e-commerce merchants who want to sell directly to consumers. Which brings us to why this all kind of matters. So Shopify was the feel-good Canadian tech story of the pandemic, even becoming the country's most valuable public traded company for a short second. But inflationary pressures, a broader tech downturn, and a return to in-person shopping have hammered its valuation. And so consider this an attempt to get some of that 2021 mojo back. And you know what? I wish them all the luck, Jay. Me too. I want some of my 2021 mojo back. And for our third and final story, you probably didn't need Statistics Canada to tell you that everything is getting more expensive, but just in case there was any doubt, yesterday's inflation numbers for May confirmed that prices are rising faster than at any point since 1983. Brett, that is another record inflation month. Where are we at now? Yeah, so inflation jumped to 7.7% last month, up from 6.8% in April, and significantly overshooting analyst predictions. And Jay, I really have seen it on my bills now. Like I'm, I'm seeing it in food. Yeah, food, especially, I mean, the most common part is like takeout is very expensive right now. The price of gas was a major driver of that inflationary number, having risen by 48% in the last year. But even removing gas prices from the equation, Brett, inflation still sat at 6.3%, well above the Bank of Canada's 2% target. And like we just mentioned, it's not just us experiencing this. In addition to gas and energy, the cost of food and shelter is also rising quickly. The price of groceries is up almost 10% year over year, and shelter costs rose 7.4%. And we all need shelter, Jay. And so if it wasn't obvious, why should Peak Pals care about inflation? Well, the rate of inflation has been rising quickly for more than a year now, and more expensive basics like food, shelter, and gas are making Canadians, well, poorer. Real wages, that's wages after inflation, fell by 2.8% in the first quarter of the year compared to the same period in 2021. And here's what you can expect next when it comes to inflation and how the government, Bank of Canada, are going to deal with it. So the Bank of Canada has consistently underestimated how quickly inflation would rise and is now playing catch-up. They're almost certain to announce another interest rate hike of at least 0.75% on July 13th. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second one, follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. And as always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for producing this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, talking about inflationary numbers not seen since 1983, you want to hear some other things from 1983? It's kind are of fun. Are these your personal favorite things from 1983? 
Oh, but they are sort of things that were in the zeitgeist that are important now. You want to hear them? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mario Brothers was first released as a Nintendo wow. arcade game in Japan. The first mobile phones were introduced to the public by Motorola. ARPANET, which was the, you know, officially changed its name from the Internet Protocol, which created the Internet. That's a lot. And then the final episode of MASH aired to a record at that time, 125 million watchers. And my personal favorite and my biggest memory from 1983, Cabbage Patch Dolls were sold in shops and they became a phenomenon that had people lining up out the door at Toys R Us for hours and hours and hours and days. So honestly, it sounds it sounds pretty good, Jay. Like that doesn't sound at all too bad at all. Those are those are great things. Right? Those are those are seminal things that happened in 1983. And uh, hopefully we'll look back on our next inflationary <laughs> yeah. rise. It's not far away from now because it's not that much fun. Yeah, that sounds good. Well, let's get yeah, let's wait it out. Let's see what happens. <laughs> hopefully we'll still be doing this podcast. We'll talk yeah. to you soon, Brett. Yeah, see you later, Jay.